Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Friday edition of the Daily Energy News Beat Stand-Up. As always, I am your humble, humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, coming to you from an undisclosed location here in Dallas, Texas, joined by the executive producer of the show, the purveyor of the show, and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, energynewsbeat.com, Stuart Turley. My man, how are we doing today? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and for those people listening on our podcast, I got my Fetterman on again today. But you know what the difference is between me and Fetterman when we wear these? No. In the words of Will Smith, I make this look good. <laughs> no, you are looking good. I appreciate everybody listening to Stu. If you were wondering, I was interviewing for a natural gas analyst position at Goldman Sachs yesterday. <laughs> um, clearly, with nat gas prices tumbling to $4.60, it was a prime idea to give me a shot. I tease only a little bit. I was driving back from Denver, but as I mentioned, nat gas price is not good. I will cover what that means for the markets and the implications there. Stu has a great, great show for you lined up. First off, we're going to cover New York City and why their electric garbage trucks conked out after four hours of plowing snow. I wonder I wonder why. I mean, you're talking about electric electric trash trucks. I mean, that's what it's coming to at this point, guys. Um, we're going to then move over to India and talk about coal demand. Looks like it's going to peak between 2030 and 2035. According to the Minister of Energy, Stu will cover what that means. We'll also look at Wall Street's biggest winners and losers in 2022. Newsflash, it's going to be a lot of energy stocks that are going to be <laughs> It's going to be a fun list to go over. You know, th- this one hurts my soul. Plunging that gas prices incentivize power plants to ditch coal in a good way, um, but then plunging natural gas prices does sting my soul just a little bit. And then we will cover why the U.S. electric grid isn't running on 100% renewable yet. I'm sure that comes as a shock to all of our listeners. He'll kick it over to me. Again, we'll cover nat gas and specifically what's going on in the crude oil markets. Looks like some China demand comes out. We'll cover both the nat gas injection numbers, which was huge, and a slight build in the EIA numbers. We'll cover all that in a bag of chips, guys. But first, check us out on the world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com. I promise you it's the best way to get your energy news. If you didn't get coal in your stocking, I'm sorry, considering it's one of the most valuable things you could have gotten. <laughs> you can learn about coal and all different forms of energy. World's greatest website. Stu does a great job of curating at www.energynewsbeat.com. But enough of the pleasantries, Stu. Where would you like to begin? All right. Let's get along here uh, go, and coming around the corner here. Nothing up my sleeve. Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat, says Bo Winkle. Okay. Let's go to the New York City garbage truck. Okay. New York City electric garbage truck plans hit the wall after trucks conked out plowing snow just after four hours <laughs> i mean this, this 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 we almost don't even need to cover the story because the oh. headline is it the headline says all you need to know 
But I, what happened here? Okay, first line out of it is, uh, in a move that nobody could see coming, New York City is scrapping its brilliant idea for, elect- their words, not mine, electric garbage trucks after finding out the trucks simply aren't powerful enough to plant plow snow. Uh, Michael, physics is a real issue. Batteries lose their power in cold. Who would have thunk that you could put a 6,000 garbage trucks, converting them from gas to electric, and then try to use them as snowplow? It's dumb. It's absolutely dumb. Um, I think this is just, you know, EV policy. And this is, you want to talk about subsidies. This is subsidies gone wrong. I mean, they got funding for this. Exactly. This is what the Omnis bill is going to look like. You're going to get a world full of electric garbage trucks that can't do anything. How's that going to work in Buffalo, New York? And each one of the custom-made Mack garbage trucks is worth $523,000 each. <laughs> I I could go on and on about electric garbage trucks, too. What do you got next? <laughs> I'm sorry. That just made my day. I was... <laughs> Even if I'm, even if I believe in Tesla and I believe in those, it's just we're not there yet. Okay, let's go to India's coal. India coal demand will likely peak between 2030 and 2035, says the Minister of Energy. I love, I love it. The Union Minister of Coal. Man, that's got to be a cool job. Now that's a job I want. But you know what? I I am all for the Indian people. Uh, I love the Indian culture. I absolutely think that the Indian leadership is doing what they need to do to bring in the lowest cost kilowatt per hour. They're trying to do renewable. They're trying to do coal. They're buying Russian oil at the cheapest they can. They're doing what it takes to get their people power. My I mean, this is off. pretty crazy. Listen to this. Listen to this, Stu. This is what this article says. In 2022 to 2023, April through October, the coal consumption right, based in power plants increased to 447.6 million tons, tons compared to not 398.2 million tons at a growth or last year at a growth of 12%. Oh man, talking about making coal great again. India's oh, on absolutely. their way, baby. Uh, but here's the thing. They get a lot of their coal from Australia and they get it in our coal reserves in Pennsylvania it are guaranteed. They're up running again, almost at full steam. I, I just think it's really funny that our coal plants in Pennsylvania are doing better than they have been in years. Anyway, yeah. uh, he know, plans again, to we achieve- hope everybody got coal in their stocking for Christmas because uh, it's becoming valuable. They have 172 gigawatt capacity from non-fossil fuel sources have been installed. They can't. They need like 14 times that much. So yeah. their their nuclear is only 6.7 gigawatts. Yep. All right, let's go to the next one here. My hats off to them. Good good article. All right, plunging nat gas prices on this. Plunging nat gas prices incentivizes power plants to ditch coal. Um, I don't understand why nat gas is going down low. This is the first time in, I think, seven years that this pattern has developed this way. And uh, as a result, Henry Hub nat gas prices are crashed 12% on Wednesday as cold weather cleared out of the U.S. Just rub it in. Just rub it in. Now, now I'm going to bring up something here, and that is why are the energy prices up in New England? 
And it's because they got an LNG tanker in last, I think, two weeks ago when we talked about it. And uh, they had to pay a premium for that LNG tanker. So the net gas and the energy prices is still up there. It's the pipeline, stupid, that are still going to cause them some issues. Yeah. I mean, to give you an idea, I love how this article uh, overviewed. We've got major coal companies were dumped today. So Peabody Energy fell 11%. Alpha Metallurgic Resources wow. fell 8%. Ramico Resources down 8 percentage point. Arch Resources down 8 And um, Warrior Coal Met down 8%. I actually have a really good buddy who I played baseball with back in college. works for Peabody Energy. He tells me some crazy stories from the Wyoming coal mines. Tells me some crazy stories. He's one of those guys that drives the big trucks. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, it's, it's I bet it ain't cool. electric. No, it's not electric. Trust <laughs> just me. thought I'd thought I'd ask. Um, here's something that I find amazing, and I want to ask you as being a financial dude, even though it says Peabody Energy fell by eleven percent, I was looking at their exporting and everything else. Exports are up incredibly huge, and they're selling everything that they can dig. So is this an emotion? I'm going to have to go look at the tons. I mean, I think here, here's here's the issue. Here's the answer. Okay. I don't, and and yep. it's as nat gas falls is what this article says. People are going to switch from using coal back to natural gas because it's so cheap. It's $7 in MMBTU. That's kind of the break even point between should you use natural gas or should you use coal? So part of the reason we've had a complete reduction right. of emissions over the last 20 years was that switching from coal to natural gas. Why? The introduction of fracking. And all of a sudden there was all of this right. gas to go around. So what you're now seeing is the same process happen again. And, and and I don't know, and I'll talk more about where I think natural gas is going in my segment, but that's the, the right. mechanics here. So now all of a sudden, if nat natural gas is going to be low, well, coal companies are going to get pounded right. because there's no, no, they've got no buyers for their product. Why would there be? Well, they do uh, because they're exporting everything they can to Europe. Uh, they are exporting everything. Uh, coal is a huge commodity right now on the global market, which means they're selling it at a higher rate. They really don't care. So uh, that's why I was asking if this was emotional. The tonnage. No, it's not. It's, I think it's pretty long-term fundamental. Like if this is a long-term shift in where natural gas is going to be, I mean, as we'll cover, there's a 213 billion cubic feet injection today and prices tumble 12%. No. As you just covered. So I think yeah. it's more long term than short term thinking, specifically when it comes to the SIPs. But, you know, it, it, everything's a little bit of emotion, but I don't think that's I think this is more of a fundamental shift, which we'll cover about. There's there's a lot of issues we, we, we got to deal with. <laughs> what do we got next? Give me I need something good. Let's go to Wall Street's biggest winners and losers. Give me some right. good news. OK, let's go to this one. Uh, Michael, here's a drum roll. What was the biggest winning category last year? Um, tech. No. Let's go to energy. I'll take it. Energy for two. It's a joke. Tech was what? Down like what? 60%? Something like that? Yes. Brutally. What high. was energy? What was energy's top line increase? Uh, return more than 60% this year. Significantly out. No other sector gained even 5%, 55% more than any other. Here was the one in here I loved. Occidental Petroleum has been the biggest gainer on the year, up 122% year to day. You know how many dividends Ooh. Warren Buffett? You know, you know how much money Oxy is making? Warren Buffett. It's unbelievable. 
I mean, oh. at the time, I thought his investment to fund the part of the Anadarko deal that brought that merger together, I thought yep. it was dumb. I was like, you'll never see this money back. Boy, no, and I wrong. I think, wow, he has made an unbelievable he, amount of money off that stock. Occidental is teed up to take advantage of the next trillion dollar market in that CCUS. I love me Occidental. Anyway, going back on through the rest of this, in the third quarter, 81% of energy, all energy companies in the S&P 500 reporting earnings above the estimates, the highest of any sector. Holy smokes. The Absolutely unbelievable. So it was a good time to be a... It was a good time to be a long-only energy fund. Oh, no kidding. Uh, the losers were, drumroll, Silicon Valley. <laughs> How bad was it? Was it was it 60? It was, it's got to be bad. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Tesla down 70%. Yep. Meta down 65%. Ooh. Big tech lost collectively $4 trillion in market value. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, my. And when you consider the other... Worst 10 performing stocks in the S&P 500 have wiped out a value of $1.6 trillion. That kind of puts that in perspective. Mm. Wow. I, Apple was down 31%. Apple was down 31%. I would have never guessed that. No. Okay, man. Well, All right. That was nice. That was uh, fun. For, that was fun while it lasted. Now back oh, to reality. Back to reality. Uh, th this one, um, the the last story I got, Michael, is here's why the U.S. electric grid isn't running on a hundred percent renewable energy yet. And I think we're going to have absolutely. Uh, this article is stuffed with data. This is one of my favorite articles that uh, we got on our feed, and it is. Um, it has all of the. Everything that you want to hear about as far as stats, how much nuclear, how much renewables, kilowatt per hour, how much by percentage that we're using. Wind is 9%, hydro is 6 solar is 2 others. Fossil fuel, 61% in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Nuclear, 19%. Remember, we have 94 in our nuclear fleet. We're the largest mm -hmm. nuclear fleet out there. So when you take a look at that, that's pretty big stuff. Now, it's physics, 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 physics. You cannot put renewables on our grid until we fix it. And uh, let's come down here to. But I, I think I think it's the critical thing, in my opinion, to point out is that electricity is the main thing that powers people's homes. People's homes need to be you need at least in the United States, you need to be able to flip a switch and light comes on. Like that's like we've considered and attempted to make that a non-negotiable. You know what I mean? Right. And in order for that to be a non-negotiable, you have to have a very reliable grid, questionable we have, but also you have to have the power to push to it. And the only thing that we have that's dispatchable and in enough quantities to make that happen is through yep. fossil fuels. It's you, you don't have enough with. I I literally was when I yesterday. So uh, today's Thursday as we record this. You're listening to this on a Friday. So on Wednesday, I was driving back from Denver to Colorado or Denver to Texas. Okay, get this. And I may, by the way, it's if a you wind heard, advisory. If wind. You if you hadn't heard the show, I made fun of you the whole show. Cool. Well, I'm sure nobody's. I would. Nobody's going to listen to it. Uh, oh, <laughs> smack! <laughs> I get Sorry. a wind advisory. Okay? okay, there's a wind advisory somewhere around Amarillo, and as I'm into wind advisory driving, I bet you saw. I go by this wind farm. Turning. Yep. None of them are turning. 
You're in a wind advisory. There should be ample wind and your blades should be spinning at max power. They're doing nothing. They're off. And it just, I mean, it's because so of think, the, balance, the so, balancing authorities, Michael. To, but to think that wind and solar can act as dispatchable resources and energy right now is laughable. It's great for storing up a battery if to right. have a little bit of extra electricity in your home. You know, there's a few use cases for it. Maybe, you know, you, I, think I don't know. There's, there's there. use cases uh, for it, but not as to, not, not to power the grid. I think we're going to get there eventually. I like wind and solar, but it's not financially there yet. Uh, anyway, I thought this was yep. pretty interesting. I'm going to hand it back to you, dude. And now that we've teased each other uh, brutally here, I thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, we'll jump over here to finances. You know, we overall is actually a great day for the stock market. Um, S&P was up 1.75 percentage points. NASDAQ pops 2.5 percentage points. You know, nothing more than just probably a little bit of a, a holiday cheer. Investors getting back at it. Crude oil prices stayed fairly flat. We're currently trading 78 71. I wasn't here to cover it yesterday. You had to suffer through whatever. Out. Um, so if I was on, I would have said we had a commercial build of about 700,000 barrels on Wednesday, which, wow. um, you know, is neither here nor there when it comes to moving prices one way or the other. So I think it's another reason we're sticking around. You know, I, I think some of that Chinese oil demand that was supposed to be here, I think it's being tempered a little bit. We saw some reports coming out of China that, hey, I mean, we're going to open up, but we ain't that we, we ain't opening up that um, heating oil demand seems to be down a little bit more. So I I, I think there's some mixed signals and, and 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 part of the reason why we're seeing our crude oil prices staying. But I think the news of the day and really what bears the, the most of this segment is natural gas prices. I mean, at the time of recording, we're going $4.75. You know, I joked that I was interviewing for um, a Goldman Sachs nat gas analyst position because I've been a bull on natural gas for a while now. I've been slamming the table and saying, you know, not not necessarily that you know, there's some, there's anything wrong, but that prices are going to go up at some point, and they have it. I mean, we're well, they, we're they seeing so much and, cooler. Well, yeah, uh, they we, called me up seeing, and said, "We don't want want you anymore. That we want Michael." So I got, yeah, I got yeah, this. Yeah. You passed me off. You passed me off. You passed me off. Thank you. But uh, you know, it's it's very fascinating. I you know, um, you know, weather models have turned a little bit warmer, and I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing prices fall this way. We did see a 213. Uh, billion cubic feet injection, which is uh, you know above what analysts were expecting, and so you know I, I just think from a from a fundamental standpoint, it's very interesting what's going on with natural gas. You know, I do think a a milder January, um, getting a little bit more of this cold cold weather might be able to help prices, but with with Freeport still at the end of January, with and if we're talking about regulatory, it probably means middle of February, April. I think it's going to be very 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 interesting. And that gas prices may be at the point where, you know, we have to, I got to switch my tune a little bit. I mean, again, you can all, I can only pound the desk so long before I have to be, you know, just look at the data that's in front of me and said, uh, look at the data in front of me and say, Hey, this is what's going on. It was my thing with people who were saying, you know, crude oil prices should be a hundred bucks. It's like, well, look in front of you. What's going on in the markets? Let's see what's happening. And, and I think I need to have that type of moment with natural gas because, you know, maybe the fundamentals are wrong. You know, there is a lot of stranded gas here. You know, we can, you know, we can start making that bear case. And, you know, I love to to, to, to be a bear. So it makes sense. Um, not too much other um, on the oil and gas side. Things are fairly quiet as we move into Christmas here. I know there are companies busy. There are many companies busy at work trying to get their year end invoices in. So special shout 
shout out to any accountants that listen to this because we know you guys are grinding <laughs> here in that last week. Like Ooh. it's un that's unbelievable. You're you're you don't get to take off for another three days. So keep on grinding. We'll keep giving you guys the content you want. Um, anything else you need to do? Nah, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and uh look forward to having a great 2023. We're gonna have lots of energy solutions. It'll be bait. We will not be here on Monday. We will come back with you on Tuesday, guys. So we hope you have a great new year. But with that, we're gonna let you get out of here. Hopefully, start your four-day weekend. If you are in the oil and gas business and pumping again as you were on Christmas, we appreciate all of your work in the energy industry, linemen, pumpers, drillers, everybody. We appreciate it. But we're gonna let you get out of here. For Stuart Turley, I'm Michael Tanner. We'll see you next year. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.